Welcome to the Wealth Studying Podcast. This is episode 382. Today is August 4th, 2022. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder and money manager at investablewealth.com. Well, how about this recovery in the stock market? You know, over the last six or so weeks since the lows that we saw on June 16th, the S&P 500 is up probably close to 14% right now. Is it going to hold at these levels? Is this just a dead cat bounce or a relief rally? Well, you know me, I've been cynically optimistic. I remain that way now. That's not to say that we won't get some type of a pullback, but what is very reassuring is that we have firmly gotten above that first resistance level, which was the S&P 500 at about 3850 to 3950. That was the toughest hurdle. And for now, that old resistance level is acting as support. And the bottom line on all this has been what I've been saying all along, which is that a big reason that there's so much inflation is because corporations have been able to maintain profitability by passing those higher prices on. So it's a bad news, good news story. It's bad news for the consumer because prices are going up, but it's good news for businesses because they're maintaining profitability. Right now, we're about a little more than halfway through the announcement of second quarter earnings. And no surprise, more than 70% of companies have reported better than expected earnings. And on average, those earnings are coming in at 6%. Now, that's less than last year. But what's important to remember is that 6% is a solid profit margin especially when that 6% increase in profit is being built onto a year which was an all-time record high for corporate profits. The point I've been trying to make is that a slowing economy is not a failing economy. Not yet. And so consequently, the S&P 500 is on the cusp of getting above that next resistance level, which is right around 4175. That's what you want to watch for. And there's a great deal of resistance there, but there's also some key milestones which would be achieved at those levels. And we're talking about things like 100-day moving averages, 200-day moving averages, two-year moving averages, double-bottom chart patterns. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can draw these charts, and they're all extremely favorable when the S&P 500 gets momentum above the current breakout level. So, you know, anything from 4,200 to 4,600 is a very viable trading range. And I know some of you are saying, 4,600, are you crazy? Well, remember, we were just there right after the initial hysteria of the Ukraine invasion when the reality set in that we weren't in a World War III nuclear war situation. Then the S&P 500 quickly bounced off of those February 24th lows and went up and above 4,600. From an economic standpoint, things are better now in the beginning of August than they were at the end of March when the S&P went up that high. We know that corporations are maintaining profitability. We know that consumers are continuing to spend. And we've seen a peak in a lot of the main recessionary indicators like the price of commodities, the price of copper, and even a peak in long-term interest rates. This is all favorable material information that we didn't know back in March, but we know now. And while I'm not ruling out another pullback or some more downward turbulence, the bottom line is that an extremely reasonable valuation for the S&P 500 based on future earnings is easily above 4,300. And the 200-day moving average is right around 4,300. So I'd advise you to pay particular attention to the S&P 500 
and if it can stay above these levels at around 4,100, and at what momentum we approach 4,300. Focus on the facts, not on the fiction. Ah, but I digress. What I wanted to talk about in today's episode is all about apprenticeships and how you can create your own apprenticeship to wealth. And the reason apprenticeship came up as a topic to begin with, because I recently had the opportunity to meet up with an old friend, and that's Austin from the Homesteady Podcast. I happened to be in his neck of the woods and got to stop by the farm. And in the course of our conversation, Austin asked me about apprenticeships. And so that'll be the inspiration around today's topic. Before we get to all that, I do want to put in a plug for Austin and his Homesteady podcast. If you're someone that's interested in homesteading or any type of home production or home self-sufficiency, then I'd highly recommend that you check out what Austin and his wife Kendra are doing over at Homesteady. Now, they're the real deal. I've known him for probably, oh, it's got to be at least eight years now. And I've seen him consistently growing not only his homestead, but also his business operations. The other thing about Austin is that not only does he have authentic and usable content, but he's a master storyteller. And not only with the way he tells the story, but then the way he edits the audio and the video to go along with that, it creates educational content that's fun and interesting to watch. So definitely check out the episode where he interviews me. I'll put a link in today's show notes where you can see that episode. It turned out really good. Then definitely subscribe to his channels because he's got an amazing amount of relevant content. Now, hey, as to his specific reference to apprenticeship, if you go over to my firm's website, investablewealth.com, and you find the search bar there, put in apprenticeship, and you'll see some things that I wrote probably, I don't know, nine or ten years ago about that wealth building process, just a very simple process about investing in yourself and starting out first as an apprentice and then taking that to the next step where you become not only the apprentice, but you're the master craftsman. And that's where you develop your business model, where you create unique products and services that are specialized around your interest and your talents and your abilities. And that's where you've gone from not only the basics of learning your skills and beginning to earn an income, but then moving on to the final step of financial independence, which is learning how to be an investor. This is an iterative process. You never stop. You continue learning and earning and saving and reinvesting. And that's how you get to be an old guy like me, that your wealth and your knowledge is based on firm fundamentals. And those fundamentals come first and foremost through self-education. And that's what I mean when I talk about an apprenticeship program. I believe that learning should always be self-directed, and that's whether you're in a formal education program or not. If you're relying on someone else to spoon-feed you and to tailor an education program for you, then you're giving up your own personal sovereignty, because no one is going to know what your self-interests are better than you. So rather than complaining about the education system, create your own apprenticeship program. And that's working both in the system and out of the system. When I talk about apprenticeship program, I don't necessarily mean the old school trades method of apprenticeship programs, although I think that's really a good method. I think we should do more of that. But what I'm referring to is even broader. When I talk about apprenticeship, I mean for professionals as well as for tradesmen. You know, if you're a surgeon or you want to become a surgeon, well, you can't just go out and create your own apprenticeship program right? To get there, to, to be that surgeon to begin with, you have to go through cultural norms 
of getting an undergraduate degree and going to a medical school and then going into your specialty and all the other things that are required by the medical industry because that's what's required. I'm not saying don't do that, but I'm also encouraging you to, in addition to doing those standard things that everybody else is doing, right, by definition, they have to do them. And so you do those too, but you go above and beyond everyone else by working within that system to create your own educational experiences where you learn things and you develop your skills that are unique to you, things that you can do above average better than other people. It's an iterative process that takes a long time, right? It's a refining, it's a honing process. That's why it's an apprenticeship. You just don't take one course or learn one thing. You're going through a series of life lessons getting better and better at what you're already good at. After you've put in your 10,000 hours, you're no longer average Joe six-pack. You're not just like any other surgeon or any other plumber. You've put in your 10,000 hours. You've honed the skills that make you better than anybody else. And now you're a master craftsman. And again, that applies whether you're a surgeon or a plumber or a money manager. If you want to achieve more, then you have to be better than other people. Production is the source of wealth. That's a fundamental wealth-building principle. The way you effectively produce is by becoming that master craftsman, and you're only ever going to get there by first becoming an apprentice. And I want to stress here, don't try and take an easy way out and think, oh, I'm going to let somebody else create the program for me. If you follow someone else's canned approach, then you'll be a less effective counterfeit of them. You won't be you. And you can't achieve your full potential being someone else. You have to be you. If you've ever listened to my episode about the five dumbest listener questions, then you know that one of the dumbest questions is, what book did you read to learn how to invest? Well, the reason I'm so adamant about mocking that kind of a question is because it is extremely dumb and naive. Oh, sure, there are plenty of books, but no one of them is going to make you rich. You can go out and read all the rich dad scam dads you want, but those things are full of hype and false promises. I'm not saying don't read books. I'm saying don't read one book. Do you think there's one book that I can attribute to my success? No. I literally read thousands of books. And I not only read the books, but I took the best ideas from those books to what applied to me and my talents and my abilities and then I started to work them and construct my own series of mini apprenticeships. And I did that for my 10,000 hours. And then I did it for another 10,000 hours. I'm a 20-year overnight success. I'm just a regular guy that had to discipline to train myself and then seek out the opportunities to put that training and those theories into practice. It's not complicated, but it requires what most people don't have, and that's discipline. You have to start at the beginning, which is with you, with your talents and abilities, and put yourself through that apprenticeship program and grind out those 10,000 hours becoming a master craftsman. I'm passionate about this and I believe in it because it not only happened in my life, but I see it in hundreds and thousands of other people's lives. And again, it's not some scam book or a course you're going to take. It's a matter of you taking charge of your own life and the reason that 95% of people don't ever do it is because they can't take charge of their own lives. They don't have the sovereignty. They don't have the discipline. They're big on talk, but very little on effort and results. 
So stop complaining, stop procrastinating, go out and create your own apprenticeship program, and then tell me about your success. Hey, until then, as always, this is John Pugliano wishing you the very best returns.